you know, it, it gets very, very difficult to continue pushing the snowball up the hill when your customers are telling you, hey, we right. love this, but we want you to change this. It gets really hard to just keep doing that. And we were at the perfect moment where we very quickly recognized what they were telling us and we're quickly making that change. We're back. We're back. It's Hello. been a minute. It has. It has been a minute. We've been busy. Yeah, there's been a lot going on. Um, so since we were last on here, we've made about a, about a million changes to everything. Million and one. Million and one. I don't even know where to start. I think probably the biggest one to discuss is the change um, in the app. <clears throat> so based on customer feedback, what we figured out is that... Um, so our initial idea was basically that that companies would post company stories and and in theory they love that when you tell a company hey you're going to get to actually post a company story along with your job posting oh my gosh it's amazing i'm going to get to differentiate my business i love it this is so great when it actually comes time for them to do it things start to change <laughs> because believe it or not even though that only takes about 15 seconds to figure that out and create it it's too long for them so what we're doing is uh we've created a, a really great new look and feel to basically the the landing page the dashboard that's going to be really slick looking job postings um, and then you'll apply to those uh same way with the videos um, but you're not going to be as a company required to actually post these day in the life stories. Uh, you will have the option to post pictures and stories and you can upload from your camera roll if you want to in sort of a Instagram-esque type feed. And we believe that this is going to speed up the conversion of companies at a, to, to an extreme amount just because it's going to be so much easier. Same thing for the candidates. You're gonna be able to actually log on and see all the jobs in your area before you even really create an account. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's going to be very, very interesting, very effective. And I tell you what, it, I wish I could just like snap my fingers and have it done <laughs> yeah. now. Don't, don't we, we know? know. It. <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy how things, I, I mean, th I get, you know, things take time. Yeah. They take time. Well, patience is not my greatest attribute. No, and that's okay. that's totally understandable, especially from you know the the bird's eye view, you know. Um, but I think it's super important that we're doing this now mm -hmm. rather than f much further down the line. Yeah, I mean we're 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 really lucky to be in a spot where where we're growing and we're primed for growth, but we're not at a point where it's going to really detriment, you know, a the rest of the of company people. or the huge yeah. group of people or, you know, we're, we're, we're far enough along, but not, yeah. we're at the perfect place where we can be able to make this, this vital change without way too much, you know, even a, a bigger mess or anything like that. Agreed. Um, you know, I think our idea is still valid and it's still, 
it's still on the right track. The, the idea of transparency for both the company and the candidate, you know, we're in a time where it's just as important for the candidate to interview the company as it is for a company to interview the candidate, you know, on LinkedIn, there's a, there's a story, there's a trending story about a lot of people are talking about the great resignation that's pending right after after covid and everything that's happened and people working from home and people learning new skills and a lot of people are realizing hey i don't want to be in the same career for 40 years i want to mm -hmm. actually do something else that i'm better at or maybe i just have more interest in yeah now they feel more confident and now they're at a point where they can do something like that yep and so i think that puts us in a prime position as well um to be able to service those people and at the end of the day, it comes down to simplicity mm. for apps. You know, we could have an amazing idea. And I know that you've talked to people that might, may have had great ideas in theory for businesses or for apps. But I remember something that you said early on when I first uh, came aboard. And I can't remember exactly how you put it, but it I'm was sure like it was great. It was it was the, the perfect way <laughs> yeah. of putting it. But uh, it was like, don't, it, it came down to don't overcomplicate something. Don't, don't complicate something that's not complicated already. You know, um, yeah. don't create a problem where there's not yeah, a solution. Oh, I, it's uh, so many people create a solution looking for a problem. There you go. Yeah. Why? Businesses create solutions and then go looking for a problem. And they create these incredibly complicated solves. Right. Like that VR company. I can't remember if I told you all about that. Yeah. Such yeah. a perfect example. Just stupid idea. Yeah. This is the first time we're publicly announcing our app change, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting Surprise. to <laughs> finally uh, get it out there and tell people. Yeah. It's going to be great because it's going to make things so much faster. Yeah, And I, I, what this, and Josh, you just touched on this. So I think what this represents is what I've always said, which is never be married to one An thing. Idea. Never be married to it. Because if you are, it's going to change. And right. we, like, it, you know, it, it gets very, very difficult to continue pushing the snowball up the hill when your customers are telling you, hey, we right. love this, but we want you to change this. Mm -hmm. It gets really hard to just keep doing that. Right. And we were at the perfect moment where we very quickly recognized what they were telling us and we're quickly making that change. Right. Well, and we're fortunate enough to be where we're at where we can make those quick changes and be like oh, yeah. really quick and agile with that yep. stuff and really listen to our customers and you know pivot when we need to. Yeah. Well, imagine if we, you know, if, if we had hundreds of people and we had millions of users already, it would be very difficult to make a, a giant change like this yeah. that would impact millions of people. Yeah. Could take years. <laughs> By then it'd yeah. be too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A two year rollout plan. Yeah. I mean, some of, I mean, these, some of these apps are so complicated that just one, I mean, look at Facebook. Oh. You know, they've been trying to do this whole integration of the Instagram DMs 
Oh my and gosh. The Facebook it's a Messenger and the WhatsApp Messenger. They've been trying to integrate all three of those platforms. And it's a freaking nightmare and it's taking them forever to figure out. It is a total nightmare. You know? It's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, put my notifications on silent for Facebook. Because, <laughs> I mean, every single time I get notifications for WhatsApp or uh, Instagram messages or whatever. So, mm. yeah, they need to figure that out. Yeah. So yeah, a lot happening at Hired Up HQ. Uh, when it's silent here, you know <laughs> things are moving. Happening yep. in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot's been happening. And uh, in addition to that, to that, that change, uh, which will make companies, it will make a lot more sense to companies, easier to adopt for companies, and help us grow much faster. We're also doing a complete redesign. I wouldn't say complete, but it's definitely it's a, a major. It's a major. <laughs> it's a major redesign of the app. Um, yeah. Just overall user interface. Uh, uh, really, just honing in on that and um, making things a lot more intuitive in the app. Um, just cleaning up a lot of a lot of little stuff that may go unnoticed to most people, but I see them so. Um, yeah. And I think uh, it's going to make the whole user experience that much better, and it's going to be part of our major growth plan as well. Completely so I'm excited agree. about that. Completely mm -hmm. agree. The new changes look so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. You take like a clubhouse, and the UI is awful. Yeah. And I don't know. We You find yourself in this strange period of okay well it works and it's doing what we want it to but it's not fun to actually use like there's apps that are actually enjoyable to push buttons and, and yeah. navigate through that's such a great point that's such a great point because clubhouse right now is dying and i know that we've been fast fast really super fast, fast. Super Interesting. Fast. I've never people really gotten on the clubhouse it. train people are over it i mean it's yeah. funny it's looking back on past down. episodes of Hired up because we've kind of documented this. Oh, did you hear about Clubhouse? Right. Or everyone's on Clubhouse. Yeah. We should have yeah. a Clubhouse strategy. I have noticed less people are talking about it, but Dunzo. I didn't know. Are people verbally saying Clubhouse yes. is done? Oh. Or they're just not talking about it. Right. You like know? Grant Cardone said he's all pissed off. Yeah. So Why is he mad? What up? Because when it started, there were all these people that were listening to him. Mm -hmm. And then now no one shows up anymore. Oh. <laughs> and it happened like Jesse Itzler's the same way. Yeah. You know, he was he was big on Clubhouse there for a while. Yeah. And it was kind of a bigger thing too is oh, it's an invite only thing. I got to right. get my invite. Now they're like they're like uh, just sending you invites every day. Oh, you yeah. have seven invites. Here's yeah. 10 invites. Go fight. Well, they need to just drop the invite system altogether. Yeah. It was a poor execution because I mean, it's easier it, it's like the fat guy on the couch yelling at the professional athletes, right? Yeah. It's like you suck. You should have done that. Yeah. But in reality, I mean, we're in the space, and I think what happened there is that they gained momentum, they they got great traction, and what they failed to do is to harness that and bring it, listen to what everybody wanted, yes. and then enhance the app and with yes. excellent features that would make it really, really yeah. useful. Like yeah. I, I came in talking today about that Anchor thing yeah. that Spotify has. Yeah. Clubhouse could take their app to a totally new level. Right. The, the reason that people that this bothers them is because everybody out there that's using it, 
they're all content creators. The right. Cardones, the Itzlers, like all of these people are content creators. And so when you give them a cool app, it's cool at first, but then once they realize, wait a minute, I'm spending 10 hours a week on this app, none of it is recorded and I can right. never use any of it ever again. That's Well, and a lot of people hate that you can't like share it on other platforms where they may be bigger or um, Early on, a lot of people said that. It's yeah. one yeah. of the first things I noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that people who were on Clubhouse, oh, they can't tell anyone that they have an upcoming Clubhouse on their Instagram, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or like share a Clubhouse, you know, snippet on their Instagram or something like that. They, they don't make it um, user-friendly at all. And the, the, the biggest point that you said, though, was just it's not fun to use. It, no. There's really nothing for the user to really do in that experience, you know? And that's a huge, that's everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm even thinking like, you could have a section that's highest rated moments of the week and you go to a page and it's like the most upvoted 10 second snippets from every clubhouse that week. Like just these giant nuggets of coolness that people have voted on. I I don't know. That's actually a really good idea. So many different, there's a new app idea. It's called clips. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Clips and bean. Yeah. Uh, It's a good name. There's clips is actually a really good name. Yeah. I like it. Uh, it, you know, I, I don't know. There's, there's going to be the, it, it, you in this business, you have to be so fast, so fast because if you're not, you die, you die because if you, if you hold on and latch on and I know what happened there is I guarantee you they were sitting around saying, you know, Hey, Oh, this is so great. Look at all these people. Like we're going to take over the world with this. We're going to, it's like, well, you're going to get smoked at some point because if you're not constantly innovating and being obsessed, I heard a story this week about the guy that created TikTok, oh. or I guess musically, um, and he's kind of a silent person. Mm-hmm. But, but he was the creator. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he's cut. Well, somebody was talking about him about how he was kind of a little creepy. Because when Musical.ly came out, they had, they kind of exploded in the younger generation. Right. And so he was obsessed with figuring out how people used it, why they used it, what they liked and didn't like, to the extent that he would like call these young people's parents and like go to their houses or take them out to fancy dinners and just sit there for hours and ask them like, questions about okay why did you choose that clip why did you do that dance why did you just that's customer obsessed to a whole other level oh well yeah and people kind of you know yeah they're a little weirded out by that but it makes sense to me like he was totally obsessed with how is the 14 year old using the app why don't they like that button i have to go figure out why yeah and Look at what has happened there. I mean, they've yeah. made it so easy to use and fun. And well, heck, TikTok's even coming out with their own um, job postings now, or job board, or something. Yeah, like that's that. going to be kind of weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens there. Right. It's not really TikTok. It's a it's a website. Oh, okay. I can tell you already. It's not. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen because the first thing I think of, and the first thing which I'm sure a lot of people think of, is I don't want to apply to a job through my TikTok. I don't want yeah. my I don't want my 
employer, my employer I'm TikTok. automatically going and seeing my TikTok. I have to remind my sister all the time. <laughs> like TikTok is or Snapchat open. or Instagram yeah. or whatever. To a job, they will see it. I know. So yeah, I couldn't imagine. It's like there's certain situations where that is appropriate for sure, and yep. it's not like everyone's just going out and posting craziness on it. Is but it's just it. You want to separate work and play. Yeah, is the biggest thing. You know, here's mm-hmm. my work life. Here's my outside of work life, right? You know, and I think that's a fair thing to do. Yeah, um, you know, wild on with with TikTok. I mean, TikTok was the last is the last innovative social media, if you think about it, because everyone else is copying TikTok and everyone else is copying each other. Yep. So TikTok. So that guy became so obsessed for a reason. Like I can only imagine, it, Amazon's the same way. Like all these bigger companies are the same way with. How many times has Bezos talked about customer, customer, customer? It yep. always matters, and that's what these other companies like Clubhouse or, you know, Quibi or whatever they just failed to do. Yeah, yeah. they become so obsessed, and this is what I tell a lot of entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs who I've never heard them before. Yeah, they're they're entrepreneurs, and they want to start these cool apps or whatever. After I'm done smoking them. I tell them, you're going to be so in love with your app or your company or your business that when customers or people tell you, hey, I don't like that, you have to take that as real feedback. Mm -hmm. People are going to hate it, but you have to actually sample your group. And if they genuinely don't like something that you're doing, you need to be honest with yourself. You can't just sit and Keep pontificate and go, this is going to change the world. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't think so. And, <laughs> and people become so obsessed with that. And, and we see it in businesses, businesses that come and go all the time. It's the, they fail to, I mean, Snapchat's already going downhill. I know. I don't even know. I thought it was going downhill a long time ago, but they're still, they're actually, their valuation keeps going up. So I don't know. There's just a lot of people still using it. Yeah. It was never my my particular bag. I didn't quite, it was a little too. Lots of advertising on it now. It's just a little too much much. advertising. Yeah. Ugh. And they're creepy ads. Yeah. I like. Yeah. Skip it. It's almost like a little Tinder y. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know how I know that we hired up is on the right track? is that we get the same feedback yeah. from so many different demographics, different people, people in yeah. different uh, income brackets, people in different, all sorts of demographics, is that yeah. amazing idea, amazing idea, uh, but then they may have like some, or I don't understand this part or yeah, whatever, but or they something. go back to why hasn't someone done this before? Always. That's how you know. I've never heard this, yes. Yeah. That's why how you know. So paying attention to a potential customer, which is your lifeline of your business, Yep, wh- that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So we're taking the great idea that we already have, we're not changing it, yeah. but we're making it more accessible for everybody on, on, on all these different sides. So. Yeah. There hasn't been a single person that I told Hired Up to that has disagreed or not liked the idea. Like I haven't heard anyone um, say like, oh, like, you know, that would never work or anything like that. It's always, why hasn't this been done before? Yeah. Yeah. Which is And, feedback. you know, and look at Instagram started as one thing, and then they were like, well, I like just this. Yeah. This is what I really like. It's a part of the app. Or Pinterest, which, you know, started as some sort of fashion blog sort of mm-hmm. thing. 
but they had this ability within the blog to pin things. Yeah. And people are like, well, the, yeah, this is this is cool, but I like this pin thing. Yeah. And they were like, that's oh, wait it. a minute. Right. Let's just focus on the pin thing. Yeah. Right. You know. And so I think that's that's what we're really doing here. We're focusing on the 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 root of the great thing that everyone connects with and making that perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Making it perfect. You're right. And then and then you listen to people and you make changes over time and you're smart about those changes and um you know there there's it's just interesting like we're, we're in such a good spot because we've we've listened well and we've been we've been confident decision makers as Sean would say um but we've never done anything that is like against there are a lot of companies out there who will listen to customer feedback and just go do stuff completely uncharacteristic of their brand, right? Don't get that. So, anyways, yeah. we're in a we're in a really good spot. Fleets. I'm excited. Oh my god. Fleets. Yeah, Twitter does not listen to customer feedback because yeah. all they wanted is an edit button. Right. And they can't. They won't do it. Yeah. They, won't do they it. refuse. Yep. Speaking of Sean, uh, that's something I don't think we've talked about yet. So we had him come in. And yeah. uh, we went through a three-day um, training. training with him, um, which was so amazing. If you guys haven't checked out, uh, Sean Humphreys has been on two of the Hired Up podcasts, just giving a whole wealth of information, um, especially you know the first one uh, that he was on really delved into exactly what our training was really over, mm. the overview of it, and then his second episode kind of dove deeper. Um, into that as well it's fascinating so i feel like the training was brain food just like feeding you like getting you on the right track let me ask you this so this is this is like intercompany talk but we'll do it here so what would be your ideal thing moving forward like if i gave you sean as an open-ended resource like how would you use him or do you feel like you've got it? Like, do you feel like you need more? Or do you feel like you've got what you need? Mm, I don't know. Maybe like once a month him like come in. If I'm speaking from like my standpoint of just mm-hmm. like refreshing us, making sure we're like on our goals. Um, just kind of like a little refresher, keeping you accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think, and, and this could be something maybe he, you know, it's not necessarily in the particular wheelhouse, but it would be nice to have, like, to share with him maybe one work project and one personal project and have him not take too much time, but kind of guide us in how to break that down That's a good into idea. like our daily and weekly and monthly goals to get to those projects mm. and set deadlines for those. Just like to give an example and going through that process of, because I think the hardest thing for me isn't necessarily the the self-image per se. It's the... I have this big idea in my head 
I'm good at like the larger goals, like really picturing them and seeing them and feeling yeah. them and all that stuff. But actually bringing Breaking them down, down and mm-hmm. grounding the them way. into, okay, here's what I need to be doing every week. Here's what I need to be doing every month to get to that particular yes. goal yeah. end date. Does that make sense? I'm the yeah. same way. I I agree with you. Um, and maybe going through that process once might help us just right. um, be able to replicate that over and over again. Yeah. Have y'all been doing the daily thing, the journal? Yes, not kind as of. consistent. Yeah, I think everybody's yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't been consistent yeah. with that either. It's, but I haven't uh, gotten any feedback on them yet. I've checked I, uh, the other day. Yeah. I, know you I, I really need to make it a habit to do it before, like at the end of my work day, do it and I not allow myself to leave or whatever. Yeah. Like end my work day until I do that. That's the way that I end. You leave the office. Just like our first, our first, first uh, position. position. Mm-hmm. You know, last and our work day is the last position. position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So kind of honing that and then. Right. Um, it's not a bad But idea. I, you know, I definitely see the, it's not that I don't see the value in it. It's yeah. tremendously valuable. Right. I just need to get that sure. ingrained. Get in the habit of it. Well, here's the thing that I think what maybe we missed a little bit of is, is w- we need to actually tie that journal with a purpose. Like, why are we actually doing that? Right. You know, so I, it's it's to it's obviously to grow your self image and and the, your your confidence of who you are and in what you're doing. But what does that actually mean to me? Right. Like, okay, if I do this every single day, it's going to result in X, this y, for me. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's what we're kind of missing a little bit because yeah. um, again like it it's it, uh it is incredibly effective right right because I, I one of the biggest and most sad events that happens to people is when they have greats and we see this like I, I know you guys can probably point to 10 people you've seen this they have great success and then that's a borat quote they have great success, <laughs> and then they like screw it all up, right? Like they get a big job promotion, and then they tank it and get fired, or they get in the best relationship of their life and they blow it all to pieces, or some you know something happens, right? And it's just it's it's the whole Tony Robbins thing. It's you your Love your body me. has this blueprint, this self image, as Sean calls it, and when you leave that self-image, your brain constantly tries to get you back to sure. what it believes is normal. And so the, the journal there of constantly imprinting your yeah. self-image is beneficial because it's, it's telling your subconscious, hey, yeah. this is like me. It's yeah. like me. I did this playing golf the other day. I was playing like the best I ever have in my life. Mm. Just back when I used to actually play, Sean inspired me to go play again because yeah. back when I used to actually play, I was a total head case. And he, uh-huh. he showed me all of this stuff, but I wasn't super passionate about it. But the entire time I was on the course, I was just thinking, it's like me to hit this. It's like me to hit this shot. Like, I, I, I just did it in my head. Like, yeah. I know how to do it. I have all the skills. Like, I've spent thousands of hours honing this swing. Uh, and and it, it was like an incredible round of golf. And uh, so it is very important. 
Okay. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> no, totally. But yeah. uh, it's just it's just so important because think about it. We are all we are all trying to become people that we're not. I know. Right. And so if we're trying to become people that we're not, we have to we have to convince ourselves that we are those people. So like that, playing mind games with yourself. Yeah. Like constantly like trying to overturn like the negative Nancy in your head. That's yeah, like so it becomes you, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so like, it becomes you. It's like a constant tug of war. You know, yeah. basically your subconscious runs 96% of your day. Yeah. If, you, oh. if you're doing the same sort of things over and over and over again, how many times are you, are you driving thinking about a million things or maybe you glance at your phone or you're taking a video or whatever. Yep. It's like you are not fully paying attention yeah. to driving, but somehow you always get to <laughs> where you're going to go. Sometimes yeah. you just zone out for five minutes, but you're still on the God. road. <laughs> yeah, you're All like, of a sudden oh. you're home. You're like, wait a minute. How did that happen? Yeah. You know, yeah. is your, is your subconscious running all these things, right. you know, running all your body, yeah. everything going on inside your body that you don't are not aware of and stuff. And so if you think about it, you really have to tap into that 96% of your day, you know, and, and start being conscious of all these thoughts that go through your head. Like, is this a thought that serves me? Is this the thought that's going to push me forward or not? If it's not, see you later. Right. You know, and kind of getting but better that, at that. Yeah. And it's like every single time there's like a negative thought, yeah. you know, yeah. um, or, oh, I can't do this or I'm not good at that or that's not like me. Like, nope. Totally. Not. Thank you. Not listening to that. So I do that a lot too. Like if I wake up and something happens in my morning and I'm driving in the car and I'm like, I'm going to have a great day today. I'm going to have a great day today. Today's going to be a great day and I may not feel it, but <laughs> keep saying it until you start to believe it. Yeah. 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 I've noticed that, for, so in this season for me, one thing that I've really learned is that the small and consistent actions yeah. are the only thing totally. that make big differences. Totally. So, And what's funny is like, so, like, I see this in, in, in people's marriages a lot. Like, in the men's group that I'm in, like, this, I see this so much. It's, if you take a person and you put in consistent, just every single day effort, even when you don't feel like it, over the course of time, you're going to look and go, oh, my gosh, look at this, right? It's like a, it's like a, when people do those paintings out of nails, it's like you put one nail in, but then after like six months, it's like someone's face. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so it takes just small, consistent efforts to that compound into a giant, or I guess compound's not the right word. They just, they add up to a big thing. Yeah. But what's interesting is that you can knock that domino pile over in a second, like you stack all the dominoes up, but then it takes one moment to just go boop and push them all over. Or it takes not doing those little things over the course of time, and you end up a thousand miles off where you thought you were. So the small, consistent, every, like in the gym every single day, like the reading every single day, the listening to customers every just the small little motions yeah. that in the moment seem like they're not really doing anything. Right. After a while, you look back and go, "Oh my gosh!" Like you just started a new gym routine with a trainer. Yeah. 
Like that's something that on the daily basis is going to be terrible. <laughs> but then over the course of I know. six months, you're going to look back and go, holy smokes. Yeah. Like this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And this happened to me recently. I don't know if I told you about this. I think I think I, think, I, I, think I told you about this, uh, Evan, but I don't think I shared it on the podcast. So I there was one day before work, I ended up getting this email from this guy and I was like, wait a minute, what is it? it? Turns out it's it was a response. It was a reply from like four years ago. Hmm. I I had written this guy. This guy's like an infamous uh, uh, tra- uh, gym trainer. I remember you Did I tell you about this? this? Yeah. yeah. He's an infamous trainer. He's like one of the original guys that came up with the whole like three days a week intermittent fasting, you know, gym, heavy lifting, all that stuff combining. Um, but he's a really, he's not on social media or anything, but I remember coming across his stuff somehow or got his book and I ended up reaching out to him cause I was in a place in my life where I, I was really not confident. I wasn't going to the gym at all. And I knew I wanted to again, but I had no idea where to start. So I'm thinking I just need to get a trainer or something cause I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so he replies to me and he said, Hey, I got your email. Um, <laughs> you're a spot just, oh, uh, you, you responded to, you requested a training program from me a while back. You were put on a wait list. Now your time has come. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, and then <laughs> reply back and Ten all this information. Later. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I click on the thread and then I read what I wrote him. And this was four years ago. And I, and I basically said, Hey, you know, Martin is his name. I came across your stuff. Uh, I, I really want to go back to the gym. I, I have no idea what I'm doing in terms of gym or fitness or nutrition. I'm a mess. Please help me. <laughs> um, so, something along those lines. Yeah. And I just wrote this. And it, just reading that, I'm like, I don't think every day like, exactly. oh yeah, I've come so far. Yeah. No, but that yeah. moment where it was, it was my words, and I was reading my. This is why journal is so important right. too. Yeah. Not only for that, but to look back mm-hmm. and see, wow, I really have come so far. I know so much about nutrition now. I know so much about fitness now. People come to me for advice for this stuff. I mean, I don't. That guy's unrecognizable. Yeah, Isn't and that, that was great? just from daily consistent all these things that we're talking about yeah. you completely turn to a different person yeah. so exciting yeah you've become somebody that you weren't exactly it was exactly. like you yeah. to become someone you weren't that's right. what a, that's such a great oh, yeah. I just i love that yeah it was i love great, that yeah, it was a great moment and you can look back in in time at so many conversations you had and things that you did and like i, I think back to the like the reality of my life at certain points. And I don't even know how that was possible. I'm like, what what (laughs) was I doing? Yeah. Back when I was my diet, when I was a freshman, you know, like that whole thing. I know I've told you guys that story, but that whole way that I ate. Yeah. Like what was in my head? Like you don't even recognize yourself. Right. It's cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. What's not cool is when you look back five years ago and, and you realize you're the, you're the same. same person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or yeah. you would have looked back and everything you said in the email was yeah. exactly what you're still going oh. through. Yeah. Or you catch up with old friends and 
and they're oh man you've changed and i'm like good right i hope yeah i hope you have too so ed Milet uh has this saying where he says that his um something like just to motivate him every day is his picture of um or he has he has this picture that it's he he dies and he meets God on judgment day and and God says okay now I'm going to introduce you to the ed that I created you to be and he brings out that ed and he's like exactly the same like exactly the, the, he, this ed did everything that he was supposed to accomplish became the man he was intended to be like everything lined up he was exactly identical like him that's his version that's his idea of what heaven would be like his idea of hell would be okay ed let me show you who i intended you to be and that ed came out and he was nothing like him like unrecognizable didn't do anything that he was supposed to like didn't achieve any of the stuff that he was meant to and you think about that it's like that makes you want to put the gas pedal down yeah because like I, I've said it before, if 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 everything you touched and did would succeed and you knew it, what would you do? You would do everything. Yeah. Just run a marathon, start a business. <laughs> you know, but people re- go crazy. Yeah, but the reality is that you, you actually can do that. Yeah. Like you can. It's all possible. Back to the subconscious, the know. constant tug of war. Of that's really deep. Yourself. Isn't that good? Yeah. From Ed, I think that's super powerful. That that hit me when I first heard that, because it's like, man. I mean, think about every single person when when people are, when people are ninety. They regret the things that they didn't do, mm-hmm. even if they're even if they they would have failed at them, they regret the things that they didn't do and it's like man we all have access to so much like i don't think that i was driving in the car this weekend and this really hit me i was thinking i have so much more than like i've seen some stuff like i've been over in africa i've seen i've seen some really bad stuff like it's my fault if i can't make something great happen out of every single thing in my life like it's not gonna be easy right it takes a lot of effort but if i can't do something that's my fault i had a kid in africa tell me that one time really yeah he was like america seems like the greatest place he goes if people can't make it in america like they're ridiculous they're just lazy and dang but you think about the like that hits you deep. We have every single opportunity. Yeah. We get to do whatever we want every single day. We get to wake up and drive in our cars and like oh man, just so much gratitude for all the things that we get to do. And yeah. anyways, I don't I, know where I'm going. You know, I I really think going back to the thing that you said, if you could, if you knew you could succeed at everything, what would you do? I honestly think that would be, and this is just the way I take it, I think that would be kind of depressing. Oh, because, yeah, it would be chaos. Because <laughs> if you think about everything that you, I mean, the greatest joys in life have come through p- 
putting your own blood, sweat, and tears into it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having those moments of failure. Not then, knowing And if then you're getting back it. up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you were just great at everything all the time, it would get boring super fast. And you'd be like, well, what's the point of this life here yeah. if I'm just, I know? immediately thought of Evan Almighty, <laughs> that movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I haven't seen that. I don't think I've seen that one. It's I saw been Bruce. a while. Or that uh, Bruce Almighty. Well, there, it's oh, wait, one there's after an the Evan other. Almighty yeah, too. Evan Almighty's yeah. the next okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Evan, I liked Evan Almighty better because yeah, I like Steve yeah. Carell. Yeah. yeah. Steve Carell. But uh, you know, I, I I do think the point, a big point of this life, is to go through those struggles and get yourself out. Okay. Yep. You know, to be put in a hole and try to di- you know right. get to the top. And I think you grow and you learn so much that way. And so. That's why, like, you know, a lot of people have gratitude journals and, you know, the gratitude lists and stuff like that. I I think about all the stuff that I'm I'm grateful for the stuff that has been my struggles and my yep. weaknesses and the, yep. the quote unquote mistakes that I've made. I'm like, thank you for these challenges because they've helped me grow so much. Yeah. yeah. They sharpen you. Right. 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah, I think about that all the time. Like I, when I was going through my whole year of hell, yeah. I think about all of the stuff that came after that, the people I've been able to help, the 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 parents' kids I've been able to just pull off the floor, the book I was able to. I mean, like all the things that came out of that. Right. Like, yeah, I had to suffer for twelve months straight, twenty four hours a day, but I wouldn't give it back. Right. I don't want to. I'm always careful. I'm like. I don't want to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do any more of that. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But, I mean, I don't know. It's, That's it's, why I hate whenever people ask, what's your biggest regret? Because I'm a firm believer in not really regretting anything. Yeah. Because even, like, the really hard times, even though it sucked so bad, you're in the position you are now today because of it. So I don't regret it. You know, you learn from it. My dad's, I don't know if you saw that quote that I put on Instagram a while ago. Yeah. But I asked my dad that on the golf course about a month ago. I just said, hey, what do you, what do you, um, if you could tell your, your young self, like a piece of advice, like what would you, what would you tell him? What would you do differently? And it was so not what I was expecting. <laughs> I was expecting like, oh, I would have started oh, earlier or worked harder. This. And he just looked at me and he goes, irrelevant question because that that it's such a bad question son because it doesn't make any sense he goes why if i were to give myself advice it would imply that i would want to change something and i don't have a single regret in my life and he said why would i want to give up the difficulty of figuring things out for myself like that's why i've been able to do great things is because i got to be in crazy challenges and then i learned why would i why would i want to skip that that makes no sense he goes yeah. I, I don't he was so put off by that question oh <laughs> he was he's a very passionate man yeah. he was like i don't i don't like it when people ask me that question because it doesn't make any sense like why yeah. would you want to change stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah granted you know you may be thinking something different whenever you're going through the trenches but oh yeah when you're on the other side and you've experienced everything that you have you're much more yep. grateful for it and you don't regret it. I just think the, the key right. to success, the key to, to a successful company, a successful 
social media presence, a successful <clears throat> life, I think, is being able to transmute your pain and struggles that you went through. Transmute. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe there's a better word. But, you know, take take the things that you struggled in the most and you're able to find solutions for and then implement them, whether that's in the form of a company mm. that's dedicated to helping others solve that problem that you went through and you found a way out, or it's a social media platform where you're passionate about a certain subject that you have gained knowledge in and wisdom from, and you're able to share that with others. Yeah. I think that's the point is yeah. like, we all have different things that we go through, challenges in our life. And then the point is to overcome them and then share that yeah. and help other people with that. We've even talked about that with influencers too. Like don't just preach or like point your finger of why you should do something. Like share your story of how you exactly. struggled or Sorry. went through a certain situation. Um, and then share like what helped you just like share your story right you know yeah but not like pointing the finger say you should do this and here's why you right know, or right whatever and but. people really you know um they connect with that they connect yeah. with you talking about oh. your struggles and how you overcame them yeah rather than because maybe there are points of truth to them maybe not everything but they can pick out stuff unless you're pointing the finger Exactly. You know. Exactly. So that's super important. Mm -hmm. huh. And that's what we're doing at Hired Up. Yep. We took a problem that we've all struggled with. And we know that other people have struggled with. And we have implemented a solution to help other people with that same problem. Yeah. Simple. Well, when businesses don't work... They start it because it's just out of thin air and they think it's going to be a great success. Yeah. And when they do work, it's, I'm TikToking. Hold on. <laughs> I like that commercial. Stand by. Drafts. Pants. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when they do, like, when, because I've seen people do this too. They're like, hmm, what's a business I could start? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Terrible. Tail. Yeah. <laughs> wrong already, yeah. you already failed <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but when people i mean look at every single business that that is successful it's because someone had a problem with it and and also they're able to learn about it i mean i i spent i spent like almost well about seven months doing recruiting before starting the app so like I was really learning about how recruiting worked and being in, I mean, I know people yeah. have been in businesses for 20, 30, 40 years becoming experts in it before they go and do something. And they identify that gap and every industry's got one. They mm -hmm. identify that gap and they figure out how can I, you know, how can I do that? And content's an interesting one because I, I've been studying <laughs> as I always am. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting because as I was just talking with Chris, our lead developer a minute ago, every platform has basically become the same now. Like yeah. they all have the same features. Uh, but the next vlogger is not going to pop on a YouTube. No. They're gonna pop on a TikTok or something. Um, 
Interesting. Yeah. They're not going to pop on a YouTube because that, honestly, I mean, the Casey's and the Roman Atwoods, like those original, like probably five individuals, they started the wave of vlogging and that's pretty much tapped out. Yeah. Um, there will be a new concept that comes along, right? But like, I, I so I was listening to this podcast and this girl um, has gained a million followers on TikTok, basically vlogging. So she publishes 30 videos a day, just walking around, like just talking, great concept. But wow. she's exploded because yeah. she's she's doing this in a totally different format. And um, That's really interesting. Finding that little back to bring it back around, like finding that little gap where you see that opportunity mm -hmm. and you see people that are hungry for something that they're not being fed. That's mm -hmm. where that's where you kind of win. That's like yeah. why that's why Casey won in the vlogging world because he found this. People want this like eight to ten minute long video. They want to go on a journey with him, and it's relationship based. It's not a an idea based thing like it's not okay today we're going to do this it's just because you get to look at my face making coffee you're going to watch this video that's crazy because you're having a relationship with me like right. we you feel like you're friends with this guy yeah but i'm interested to see like what like where does the net because because we've seen people pop on tiktok when that originally came out yeah. And went like the biggest of the big, they're, they're done. That's baked in. Like yeah. no one's going to have 150 million followers on TikTok again, most likely. They're going to have millions, but not that many. Uh, so I'm interested to see like where the next wave goes. Yeah. Where is it going to actually live? I thought well, it may have been, it may have been Clubhouse, but I don't think that's going to happen yeah. anymore. I, I still think there's part of Clubhouse that is definitely connects with people they just didn't do it the right way they didn't make it enough. i mean i yeah. when clubhouse first came out i'm thinking oh this is this is perfect for podcasters but they didn't yep. cater to podcasters no they didn't they didn't you have you couldn't you could you couldn't share it you on other platforms you couldn't let other unless you screenshotted it or something right. and then manually yeah. posted it they yeah. didn't make that easy um and you couldn't there wasn't a um there wasn't a recording option you had to say in the you had to note in the name of the clubhouse that it was were going to be recorded that's right externally yeah you know i mean yeah. and also making er everything more engaging for the average user who is not who is an obs most users are viewers right most people on instagram are not posting content they're watching it how do you make it engaging for them? Right. You know? They didn't do that. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Just sit here? <laughs> raise my hand? Listen. I don't want to raise my hand. I don't want to talk. I want to yeah. observe because yeah. you know, that's what 95% of people on social media do. They go on to observe. Yep. Here's what's one thing that's interesting that I heard this over the, the weekend. Like, it, we live in this world especially us, right? We live in this world of content and podcasts and YouTube and like, how can I improve this? And how can I make this better? And how can I self better? And how, how can I meet with Sean and do this? And we're like, it's overwhelming the amount of self, um, 
betterment yeah. and self-analysis that we're caught up in. And at some point, you just have to sit back and go, okay, how the hell am I going to be creative in a space that's so influenced by all of these things that I should be doing and all of these articles and all of these videos and like, oh my gosh, did you see what this person did? And did you, um, oh, geez, okay, maybe we should be posting this. or do, It's like we're constantly in this world of, oh, let's listen to another Joe Rogan podcast where we can learn about like, or another how I built this about how this person built this company. And let me take away some nuggets. And it's like, oh my it's gosh. Overload. I mean, it's, it's like how much info am I going to take in before I actually do something about it? Right. You know? I think there it's comes, overwhelming how well, much I think stuff there comes a there. point where you just have to unlearn everything and you have to. I, I started doing this on my social media. You know, start. I stopped following people that. I kind of want to do the same stuff. Yeah. I stopped following them. I don't want to see their content anymore. Right. So I can stop being influenced by all that and just focus on what do I want to do? Yeah. Not what are they doing? What do I want to do? I go back to the the podcast with the with the the user experience designer from Amazon who was like stop going on these uh, UX boards and seeing all the new designs and all this yeah. stuff. Turn all that stuff off and go outside mm-hmm. and start doing stuff that you like doing and then you find your inspiration that way instead of and bring that into what you're doing. Right. You know, instead, I, I think we're way too influenced by all this stuff coming at us that we just need to turn everything off right. and sit with ourselves in silence <laughs> and see yeah. what comes up. In your yeah. coffin? Yes. In your cold yes. coffin yeah. at night? <laughs> yeah. That's right. You don't know a funny story. We'll, we'll come back to this. But my grandpa, very funny guy. And uh, I'm from a Mexican family. So yeah. he's like Spanish speaking. Yeah. And so he um, was like, this is probably 10 years ago. He was planning all of his funeral stuff. And uh, he's still alive, but he's just, oh my gosh. he wants it all set. Yeah. yeah. And so he was going to pick out his coffin. Oh my gosh. Not weird. That is weird. And so he's walking around. This and, is where I'll lay. Yeah. And he's <laughs> walking around and he, and he's dating, he's got his girlfriend. Yeah. So he has his girlfriend with him. And uh, so they're walking around and, and the guy was, you know, like showing him all the different coffins and he like comes upon this one that he really likes. And he's looking at it. He's like, mm, yeah, it's nice. He looks at the guy. He goes, can I try it out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. If I'm going to lay in here for eternity. I can't even imagine I want to make sure face. that it's comfortable. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That's so funny. That's awesome. Did he? Uh, I don't know if he actually yeah, did. That's I'm sure funny. knowing him, he probably did. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to know he's going to be comfy. I mean, those things are not cheap. I would, yeah, they're not. I would want to no. get a test drive myself. Yeah, yeah. Wanna, I mean, hey. 100% mahogany. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know how mattresses mahogany. have some of these mattresses? They have like 100. Try it for 100 days. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, take it back. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, let me take this home. Oh, yeah, my let me gosh. Take this well, let me take a yeah. couple of sleeps in here. Oh, yep. I'm dying. <laughs> Better question is, do you want to be buried or cremated? I always said buried because I'm afraid of the dark. Um, but Wait a now, minute. That doesn't make any sense. It's dark down there. Um, you mean cremated? 
I don't know where I was going that. I've always said I wanted to be buried, but as okay. I've gotten older, I want to get cremated, but into a tree. Yeah. What? I know that sounds really out there, but you can cremate someone and like put their ashes into a plant and it will grow into that plant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. My mom, well, I'm also afraid of the dark, but my mom was saying when we bury her that she wants a like night light on and it like wants to be in like a little home, like an enclosed home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz she's also afraid of the dark. But yeah, she wants like a couple air holes, <laughs> a cup of coffee. Is a psycho? Well, wow. in a coffin, in a coffin, but or, yeah. I get claustrophobic just thinking about a coffin. Really? But like a home, like not a home, but like an well, enclosure with a light a where you can walk chair. in. Treehouse? Yeah. I don't Bunker? Know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It makes, I, think, I get it. That I makes sense. I think we need to go deeper into this afraid of the dark thing. I don't know. I think there, there's something deep there. Are you still afraid of the dark? And think um, you need to face it. I'm like better about it, but yeah. Like you just don't want to go in a dark room or what? Yeah. Like even going to the bathroom, I walked in and I assumed that the lights were going to turn on, like motion sensor. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I ran back and turned on the lights. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I actually purposely don't do that when I go to the bathroom because as soon as the light turns on, you know, it messes up your melatonin. You don't you turn know, on the light. No, I feel around. I'm oh, at home. Yeah, like if, if you oh, have to go okay. to the, if you go to the bathroom in the middle here. of the night. <laughs> She's talking about here. I'm like, you're going to the bathroom in the dark you. here at work. Oh my gosh. Oh, you I'm mean in the bathroom here? here. Yeah. Oh, right here. I mean at home I was too. like, I'm picturing Josh just <laughs> <laughs> going over there in the dark. Oh man. Man, I don't want to walk in on that. <laughs> it is funny that there's not a motion center because everything yeah. else is is you motion center. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, but I don't. But at home at night, it. if you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, like I do not turn on any lights. Oh man, like I have to have a light in every room whenever I turn off the next light. Really? Like if I'm going around the house turning the lights off, I have to have the next light on. Do you have like night lights on throughout your house? I don't have night lights or anything like that, and I don't sleep with one just because it has to be dark for me to sleep. Yeah. But, huh. like, if I turn off, like, the downstairs lights, the stair hallway lights have to be on. So then I walk up the stairs you're and not, turn off the light. Okay. Like, yeah. you're leaving a trail of breadcrumbs <laughs> and lights. Yeah. That makes mm. sense. I, I get that. Yeah. Especially the stairs, too. I always just get scared that something's behind me, even if it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I woke Josh up. is yeah. analyzing me right now. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, especially when you talk about your dreams and stuff. It yeah. makes a lot of sense. It's not uncommon okay. because, like, as a kid, or dreams or things like spooky things always mm -hmm. happen, like when you're going to bed for some reason, yeah. like in the dark. Yeah, like you don't have stuff like that that happens in the middle, of, like at noon. Right. Yeah, and I have terrifying dreams sometimes, so that probably makes sense. I've always had. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I woke up the other night in a panic because I heard myself talking, like, perfectly recording, and it sounded like my phone was playing a podcast of me, like, in... I keep my phone in my kitchen. Right. Sounded like my phone was playing a podcast of me in the kitchen. And like I was heard it. Was it your dream? Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah. Heard it perfectly. And I woke up and it, it took me a minute to figure that out. But I thought I thought it was 
But then I, 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 I don't remember what it was now, but I remember thinking about what I was saying. I was yeah. like, that doesn't make any sense. I've never recorded that before. That doesn't make sense. Mm. And then you woke up? Well, once I'd woken up, okay. I realized I've never said that into a microphone. Like I've never recorded. There's nowhere that that content lives. So how could That's I? Not crazy. in this dimension. Yeah, I guess not. Exactly. <laughs> I, on the other hand, it's funny that you said that because I was thinking... I want to go on a darkness retreat. Have you heard about these? <laughs> yeah, you told me about that. Did I tell you about this? Yeah. Five-day darkness retreat mm -mm. where you're like literally eyes closed, eyes open, same. Uh, where are you? In a like room, in a room? You're in a room. In a jail cell. That sounds like your nightmare. They give you food uh, through the bottom of the door. Well, it's like what? they give you food. They give you food, you know, <laughs> and stuff. I uh, You know, there's, there's a bathroom, everything you need, a bed and everything you need, but it's kind of like... Sounds like prison. It's well, it's supposed to be quite, uh, you know, quite therapeutic, because when when you turn off your your sense of sight for so long, that period of time, your other senses become a lot more heightened and stronger. Wow! And mm -hmm. so you uh, you adapt basically, and um, that sounds fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine just not being able to see, but like but like a blind person. Exactly. Yeah. It's like that they survive. You would have a tough time as a blind person. <laughs> I just keep thinking like <laughs> being like in that room or whatever, you can't see, okay, your senses are heightened and you can hear better. Like, yeah. like hearing. Or like when you're scared or something, like yeah. your senses is heightened. Do you, know? you get claustrophobic when you can't see? Like when it is dark, like do you have a sense of I don't like, think so. I rarely get claustrophobic. Really? Yeah. But hmm. I get a little. Go on a float tank for an hour. I've thought about that, but I also don't think I can yeah. do that. Yeah, you can yeah. put a light on in there. Okay. What about if you have like a mask, like a an sleep mask? Eye, like a sleep mask? If you had all the lights on in the house, but a sleep mask, would that be okay? Like going to sleep? Yeah. Wearing a sleep mask. I'm just, like, would a sleep mask panic you? Oh, no, I don't think so. But I also can't sleep with a sleep mask on hmm. because just the feeling of something on my eyes is. Well, you're. Yeah. Oh, you need to get one of those those nice <laughs> ones, you know. <laughs> your eyes are. <laughs> the ones that look like your fly. Yeah. Like the bug eyes. Oh yeah. 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 Of all That's the funny. all the tools. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Can you imagine Josh's nighttime routine? I, I can't even. Sarcophagus, <laughs> right. as he says. Turn You'll it down to 62. And a sleep mask, and then, a, and then like my face is, yeah, it's like a facial, and I'm wearing a robe, <laughs> some slippers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You, my like, hair up. Blackout you know? curtains oh Blackout closed. curtains. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Take, so take some... Some pill that induces partial blindness <laughs> <laughs> for the night. Time to lose all effect. senses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. All right, Shana, I yeah. want you to hit me over the head with this frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'd do that. I'm sure she'd enjoy oh, that. Man. It's a resting technique. Let me see if I can hear you coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. That's funny. Um. But real quick, back to what we were saying a minute ago about, um, I guess we were talking about the like social media yeah, and how, I mean, this, I, I talk about this a lot, like always having the framework and things like that. It's a, this is the thing that like, I've never had something in my life that 
has consistently caused me problems like this. The, the content thing. Yeah. It's a struggle for me. It yeah. is. Because I so badly, I don't want the followers. I don't want the fame. I don't want any of that. Yeah. I want to have a place where I can document a massive amount of content. Yeah. And in doing so, find my own audience that right. enjoys it. Right. And it's so difficult for me, as I imagine it is for many, mm-hmm. to not because I'm a person that loves to consume content too. Right. right. So it's hard for me to not take pieces of, of other people's content. It's hard for me to be totally creative, but it's hard finding, okay, where do I enjoy publishing content the most? Yeah. Where do I like to put that? What's my style? Like what's my different thing about my content? Right. And how do I make sure I can do this on a consistent every single day basis? By far been one of the most challenging things I've had to deal with. Cause like, I know it needs to happen. I know I need to do it, but it's like how there, there is no, how do you do it? It's just yeah. begin and then find it along the way. The consistency is the hardest part. It's the part. consistency. It's, it's hard. It's the hardest part. It's hard. Well, I think, I think this is just my view. It could be completely off, but I think you need something that's quick, immediate. As soon as you get the feeling, be able to record it and post it. Yep. And with that, I think it just needs to be not complicated at all. And I think I think we kind of get, and we do this with a lot of things. We all of us like we tend to overcomplicate everything. Yeah. I mean, I think it could be, maybe not, but it could be as simple as just. As soon as you get the feeling, record a video on your phone and literally post that video on Instagram, which I think you're on the most anyways. Yeah, I I agree with you. Uh, But that's the thing is like, it's the consistency because I'll have moments where I'm like, this would make an excellent podcast. Like this is too long to put on, but like I want people to see my face because like I like it when I get to look at people's faces, even though they're just sitting talking to each other. And then, well, here's the other thing I get caught up with is, well, I like the quick and immediate, the anchor or the TikTok or the Instagram. Like I can do it now. Right. But I also really love the creative, cinematic. Longer I form. love creating like something that has a, a story to it mm-hmm. with a beginning, a middle, and an end. Right. With cool intros and music. I like that. Uh, but if you look back on your favorite people like they didn't start off with the, oh yeah with the giant cinematic thing like you yep. know even nick bear or whatever just started with him shooting stuff on his phone yeah you know and so i think there's definitely a time and place for that cinematic thing especially when we could have a person or people dedicated to to doing providing that for you, that right. For yeah. you right and following you around and stuff yeah um, but maybe just to get get your stuff out there and have it not affect your, you know, your priorities and your daily routine um, to just. Yeah. I think that's, that's the thing. And then, and then when you hone in on what people like, then you can start spending more time making that stuff better. Yep. Exactly. And just start putting stuff, a bunch of stuff out and seeing how people react to it. Yeah. When I heard that, that's really good feedback. And when I heard that girl that does the TikTok thing, Mm -hmm. that struck a chord with me. I know. 
So, okay, I've seen, I'll tell this quick story and then I'll quit talking. Two instances this weekend that I discovered that like really hit home for me. So that girl that does the TikTok vlogging, I mm -hmm. was like, oh, that's exactly <laughs> what I've been trying to do. It's like, how can I have a way that when something hits me, I can yeah. just record it and post it. Like you just said. Um, then, do you know who Emma Chamberlain is? Sounds familiar. sounds familiar. I never knew who she was, but she's huge. She's she's 19, okay? She's got 10 million followers on basically every platform, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. She's huge, 19 years old, lives in LA. Her content is hmm. so good, it's ridiculous. Like, it's sharpened to a T. What does she talk about? It, she is the Seinfeld of modern vlogging. It is really? a show about nothing. It's fascinating. Let me tell you something. Okay, this girl, okay, she does not use filters on her pictures. She doesn't Facetune, edit, nothing. She gets a picture from her camera roll. She posts it on Instagram. When she posts TikToks, they're short, simple, easy. She has a podcast that I listened to four of this weekend, okay? <laughs> Listen, they are literally... Her and only her sitting in front of a microphone just talking about stuff. I was like, Her TikTok is or her podcast? Her podcast. Huh. And her vlogs are the same way. Her vlogs, she literally just sets the camera up. She's in the kitchen. She's like making matcha. And then later she's like, okay, now I'm going to answer some questions. Does you she have any text over it or anything like that? Or does nothing, she just post it? Nothing. Wow. She has this short little intro, and then it's a video. When it's the podcast, it's a short little intro. She's right into talking. She talks for like an hour just about everything. TikTok's the same way. Her Instagram is just, oh, I like this, post it. Yeah. It hit me, I was like, oh my gosh, that is exactly what I've been trying to do. And I figured out that we all do things every single day. We wake up, we eat a certain breakfast, we have our certain routines, we do things that are unique to us at work, Right. We go to the, like, we do all these unique things. There is a group of people out there that find that fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Like, this girl doesn't do anything incredible, but, you know, 80 million people find it fascinating. Yeah. Anyways, go look. It's, it's, it's very intriguing stuff. It's exactly what we. I'm telling you, we've overcomplicated everything. Everything, every time something's a challenge or a struggle, it's like we need to take a step back and th I'm, I'm overthinking this. Yeah. This should be very easy. Everything we do is actually Just post it. everything in life, I think, is simple. Not Maybe not easy, but it's, it's simple. simple. And we just, as humans, human condition or whatever, we just overcomplicate, overthink everything. And that's what creates all this tension and all this struggle and whatever. But that just proves the point. So good. It proves the point. It's so good. It's the, I don't come across people that often where I'm like, this is, like Casey was the last one I came across seven years ago. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. And yeah. this girl, I'm not, I have nothing in common with this girl. Mm. Yeah. She's 19. Yeah. Like 19, lives in LA, like totally different life. Right. Everything's different. But for whatever reason, the way in which her content is laid out authentic. is fascinating. Well, that's what I was just about to say. Remember whenever we said that 
people follow you for your personality and what makes you you i don't think you necessarily have to figure out like what makes you unique or what makes you you just post it and over time enough people will see that over and over and over again and they will just they will latch on to your unique qualities or what you talk about or you are unique right certain things that you may not even consciously know but since people are tuning in every single day with you like they're catching on to oh i follow her because she talks about this this and this or you know i i I don't think she says things a certain way or you know whatever quirky things that each of us have yep you know people recognize that yeah a hundred percent i don't think we should even be thinking about people following (laughs) i think it's just down to this is my life and i'm going to document my life and what i'm doing think of it as a hard drive that's it that's it and i'm posting it here i have no uh attachment Mm -hmm. to the outcome yeah of whatever happens i've started doing for me just detaching from from the outcome yeah yes yeah not for anyone else don't be results based right or don't be outcome based right right I'm just talking about it or posting so about true. it just because block out I want everything to, else. Yeah. Tim Ferriss, that's what he does. Yeah, he doesn't. He literally has a posting uh, yeah. system. He doesn't ever. Look he doesn't at ever anything. look at it. He doesn't look at what everyone else is doing. He literally yeah. is like, I'm gonna post this, and I. She uses I don't know Sprout Social or something mm-hmm. like that to post it, but he doesn't actually go on the platform to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a one way, boom. Yeah. That's what happened with with uh, Van Neistat. Yeah, weird. I've never so weird. Yeah, see, I so like weird. it. I, I find no. It I mean, I like it. It's just uh, you can tell. Yeah, it's, you can tell he doesn't watch stuff. He doesn't watch anything. He's very much in his own world. Yeah. Yep. Well, and those are the people who you know are are doing great because they're in their own world. They're posting what they want. They're talking about what they want. They're not focusing on anything other than that. And mm-hmm. then people recognize that they recognize their unique things that they talk about and their quirks and all sorts of things and you know people like that i mean we talk about it all all the time but it's just their authenticity it's their authenticity people like it it's so it's so so easy though to get it's so easy to get caught up in the it is it is so what's everyone else do because i'll do it i'll I'll be like okay i gotta find something unique for this video or this idea and then I'll hear something, and I'm like, oh, that's great. I need something just like that. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, no, no. That's not what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah. you're taking that from somebody else. The reason you like that is because it's unique. Yeah. Like, how many times have we all heard the Casey style vlog music? Boring. <laughs> we get it. It's on every single vlog that's ever existed yeah. now. Chill mix. Yeah. Chill mix. Chill mix. Yeah. Chill piano. I think... <laughs> I think we all need to make it a point, even if it's not one of our goals yeah, or so high on our list, I think we all need to make it, three of us, mm-hmm. need to make a point of doing this for ourselves. And for the business. However we see, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but just like as an experiment for all of us yeah, to start actually implementing all the stuff that we know to be true and that we talk about. Yeah. Yep actually go out and hey i don't care about followers i don't care about anything i may think i have a you know not incredibly interesting life but i'm gonna do it anyways i'm gonna post something 
about my life. Yeah. You know, see where fast. it goes. I, okay. I like, we're going to create a challenge here. You know, what would be a funny idea? What? We don't, well, okay. So I have two ideas here. That's genius. So I think we should, the challenge should be, I don't know the number. I'm thinking like somewhere between one and 15. One and 15 times a day, you have to post something. You post one or At 15 At least things? once. Okay. That's easy. Or if, well, once is easy. But like uh, for me, like I want to post 15 times a day. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Like right. Trying, yeah, yeah. You know what would be really interesting? What? Is what if for uh, a week, let's call it two weeks, 10 days, uh, or on the weekends, it's 14 days, each of us actually carried a camera around and actually documented what we were like you don't have to walk around town like hey right you know, but like just actually like had it in your car or like had it when you got it, like actually documented what you were doing in your life yeah and then made videos out of that i bet at the end of those two weeks it would be hilariously awesome yeah like, to have i that. want my aesthetic to be poor lighting grungy look <laughs> no makeup nothing oh my gosh that's funny just yeah. josh from the ether the real you. You'll find your yeah. audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> They're out there. Just waiting for you to create content. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is a good challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the challenge is yet, but. I mean, literally I like ma making a routine of, and I'm saying this because I'm pro I've probably, uh, I know I, not probably, I post much less on social media than the both of you. Way less. So, especially for me, it would be a good challenge because, yeah. you know, I'm still figuring out, which I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be thinking. I should yeah. just be posting. Yeah. Um, but it would be nice to just start posting and seeing where it goes. And knowing all this, all these things that we've talked about on this episode and on, on the past episodes of what we know to be true. This is what works for people. This is what we've seen work. Yeah. How much can we analyze? How can how we much can it. we actually practice what we're preaching right. here, and how much success, whether it's something that we're actively seeking or not, can we have by implementing those things just as a case study I think for other people? The easiest way, yep. like we can start, even if everyone in the company, those guys are there, if they want to start doing it, the easiest way to implement it is just start with posting on your stories just once a day. Just start with once a day. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're someone who doesn't like naturally post or anything like that, just once a day post what you're doing and then try to like up it to three or four times or whatever it may be. But I think stories is a really great way to start. It is because it's easy. Yeah. It's just in the moment, just snap it. Don't think about it. Just post it and go. I, don't even I, have to yeah. look at it again. Yeah. Well, th like your stories are kick ass when you post, like the last time you did your juice fast. Oh, when you and remember, that, you said so many people. They were so good. Like yeah. it was. I remember every morning, like literally being excited <laughs> for what's Josh's update on his patio going to be. Yeah, today. exactly. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Because it was uh, like this cool. I felt like I was experiencing this juice thing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, a that's a that's a good uh, that's a good uh, analysis. You know, um, I should be documenting stuff. I I just do. Every right. day, because I mean, yeah, I don't do juice fast all the time. Although I, I've done one since the last podcast, I think that we recorded. Yeah. Um, but, you know what uh, this is like too. This yeah. is like working out. Like working out totally. is, in the beginning, it's 
very frustrating because it requires an enormous, you reach that critical mass. Like it, it requires an enormous amount of energy and effort just to consistently do it every day. And then it's like you see no results for a long time. And then all of a sudden, just kind of out of nowhere, you're like, holy cow, like, yeah. look at this. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then that motivates you to the next stage yep. and then to the next, like you've seen the results. So you're motivated to continue pushing because you like what you see. Yeah. And I think this is the same yeah. thing. It's like and it's I think the great. more that we all do it, the more that we will find our own voice and find yeah. what we actually enjoy talking about and mm -hmm. thus find our audience from that. Yeah. Sometimes people are like, or we, we are like, uh, I don't know what my thing is. Right. I don't know what my voice is, but I think the key is to actually just start doing whatever. Yeah. And then just by the act of doing it, you're going to find your voice. You're going to find your niche you're gonna find whatever Agreed. just through through doing it rather Agreed. than thinking about it so yeah i like the challenge though. yeah i like it yeah you know yeah. something funny so when i bought that sony camera mm -hmm. it's my nice original camera it's a great camera yeah. but my original intention was to get the small point and shoot one mm -hmm. so i was like i want something that i can just stick in my pocket and it's easily right and I'm in the store and I'm like, okay, well, I got to have that because right. like, look at the picture quality on this thing. And I put a microphone on here. Like it gets all fancy schmancy yeah. really quick, you know? And like, I'm not going to walk around with that freaking thing, like yeah. into places to have a conversation. But it just, it proves like you at the Starbucks line. You just, yeah. You just get so caught up in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in Camera right line. here. I will have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Does that take uh, photos too? Good. Yeah, it's yeah. an amazing camera. Yeah. I yeah. love that thing. Mm. But I think this is a good challenge because yeah. th there's no reason that at least one of us should not have a massive social media following. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If I can, yeah, I need to do it. Yeah. Too many people have told me stuff like that before too or just my rants or yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Even just like in the car, like driving, like if you have a thought, just yeah. like share it. Yeah. 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 You could start, I have an idea. So you could start a podcast or a, a video series that happens like at night or in the morning after you've taken a shower and you call it shower thoughts. And it's just a debrief of all the thoughts you had when you were in the shower. That That's not a bad idea. I kind of like that. Because people like dream up great stuff when they're in the shower. Yeah. And it never really goes anywhere. So what if you just like every single day after a shower, you set up your camera and this was like your shtick, like shower thoughts. And then you just, you know what I was thinking about? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I like that a lot. Wet hair. Yeah. That's just funny. Right. That'd be great. You know, I think Brianna, that needs stuff. to be your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would be, I mean, that's that's something that people would like. That's awesome. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, there is. I, I think there is a uh, a meme account or something. I don't know if it's on Reddit or, but it's called Shower Thoughts, and it's really? just like these people's weird, yeah. <laughs> the weirdest thing people could think about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's funny. Yeah, well, I can't. Well, anyways, this is uh, this has been a full hour and a half, guys. Oh man! Whoa! Has it? 
Hey, now <laughs> it's time for meal number four. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, we haven't we you know we haven't uh, you know created some content uh, on the podcast for a little bit, so it was good to get it all out and have a catch up and, and yeah. let everyone know all the great things going on with the company. Because and you guys will soon see it in the in the coming you know couple weeks, um, just how much of a a big change that we're doing. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited. Doing a lot of great things. You guys are doing a killer job. Thanks. You guys are moving at a breakneck yeah. pace. This is not normal. Yeah. Like most companies aren't able to move this fast and you guys do it. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's it's good that we're all connected with the mission and, and yeah. everything and have a great great team around us. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, wow. Yeah, it got like quick. Yeah, yeah. It did. got like quick. Oh. All right. Okay. On the squeaky, uh, <laughs> the squeaky wheel, the squeaky wheel note. Yeah. <laughs> Time to head out. <laughs> Call it a day, folks. Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll see you next All week. Right.